the biggest thing people need to understand is what your goals are, what phase of life are you in, and what kind of services are you looking for? And then from that standpoint, rather than looking so much about titles on websites, it's finding a handful of advisors or planners that look like they might meet what you're looking for and starting to interview them. Welcome to Your Retirement Planning Simplified with your host, Joseph Curry, a CFP professional who is going to help you learn how to simplify your retirement planning. This podcast is all about helping you answer those burning questions you've had about your retirement possibilities and making a plan to get there. Through retirement planning education, resources, and expert interviews, Joe will help you get clear on your retirement vision, how to simplify it, and what you'll need specifically to achieve or maintain your financial freedom. Ready to live out your retirement dreams and create future opportunities for the ones you love? Then let's get started. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Your Retirement Planning Simplified. I'm Joe Curry, along with my co-host, Lindsay Wilson. How are you today, Lindsay? I'm great, Joe. How are you? Good, because it is less than a week away until my kids go back to school. <laughs> and I know that's probably sounds horrible for me to say it like that. And we've had a really great summer. It's been a lot of fun, but everyone, including myself, needs to get back to a bit of a, a routine. Yeah, there's beauty in returning to the norm and to routine. And there's something always exciting. I was talking to a friend the other day about uh, the different New Year's throughout the year. Like there's New Year's, of course, yeah. but there's the start of the school year. There's your birthday. So it's almost kind of a renewal of the year when people go back to school and, and life sort of drops back into place. Yeah, absolutely. And this year's a little bit more exciting because my youngest, Harry, starts JK. Aww. So now Harry and Lee are both going to the same school this year, which is going to be really nice because even though I live five minutes from work, my commute was about 45 minutes every morning by the time I took Harry to preschool and then back right. to Lou's school and then back to the right. office. Yeah. So That'll be a nice time saver this year. Yeah, that's great. Well, for this episode, we were having a conversation about the different types of financial professionals because it can be different designations, different titles can be really confusing. So I think we could say, you know, do I need a financial advisor? Do I need a financial planner or a wealth manager? Or yes, it's confusing. So I thought we could have a bit of a conversation today and break that down for people. Yeah, absolutely. So it's really confusing. So in Ontario, they passed kind of like a title reform, which is supposed to try to clarify it and just make sure people have certain credentials to call themselves an advisor or a planner. But it's turned out that that is more of a lobbyist type of, a, I don't know, a bill or whatever you want to call it. So it's not working out as planned. So yeah, I thought it might be nice for us to just give a little bit of clarity to people listening. So when they see different titles, they know what it means or what it might not mean. And I think maybe at the end of this, what the takeaway will probably be is that it's not really the title that matters. And you probably need to talk to the advisor, the planner, whoever it is to learn a little bit more about their practice and what they do to actually understand what you can expect. Because all of these different titles that we'll talk about, they could all offer the same thing or they could be completely mm -hmm. different. So let's dive in and I'm going to ask you, what's the difference between say a financial advisor, a financial planner, an investment advisor, a wealth manager, life insurance advisor, Let's start with some general definitions. So it's like financial advisor. Sure. So a financial advisor is kind of all encompassing because there are life insurance advisors, there's financial planners, there's portfolio managers who all call themselves a financial mm -hmm. advisor. So it really doesn't distinguish at all, right? Now, 
financial planner is generally a little bit more specific, at least in the sense that when someone calls themselves a financial planner, they usually, like most investment dealerships, for example, will make sure that if someone's going to call themselves a financial planner, they at least have some kind of designation related to financial planning. So we can usually get a little bit more specific when you see financial planner. Now, when I go back to that title reform, there's definitely some designations that a lot of people didn't think would maybe get on the list of who could call themselves a financial planner. So the title is not kind of the end-all, be-all. The CFP or Certified Financial Planning Professional is kind of the cornerstone or the most widely recognized, and it's kind of a worldwide designation. So if you're looking for a financial planner, that's probably a good place to start. Now, the banks have kind of their own version of that, which I believe is the PFP as opposed to the CFP. So those are a couple of designations to maybe look for if you want something that's maybe a little bit more on in-depth on the financial planning side. But I will also preface that by saying that that doesn't mean that you're going to get financial planning just because someone's a CFP. Mm-hmm. Part of why I thought this might be a good conversation, Lindsay, is because I was talking to, uh, well, a few people I've talked to who have said, you know, I really wish there was someone who would bring proactive financial planning ideas mm-hmm. to me, right? So what are some tax strategies I could be applying or what are some things I need to be doing for my estate planner or whatever it is without me having to go and ask and, and find different people? And so that was a little bit surprising to me because I thought, well, that's kind of what we do as financial planners, right? And so his idea behind a financial planner, the one specific person I was talking to is that, well, financial planners manage investments and financial advisors or life insurance advisors just want to sell a life insurance product. And my accountant isn't helping me save taxes into the future. They're just looking over the past year to say, where can I get more deductions and and save money based on what's already happened in history? And so in so many scenarios, Those are all perfectly normal descriptions of those different titles. But there are people out there, there are financial planners out there who are looking at all the different areas of your financial planning portfolio. Yeah, so I'll let you jump in, Lindsay. (laughs) I was just going to say investment advisor, wealth manager, life insurance advisor. What role would these people play in financial planning? Yeah, so when we look at investment advisor, usually... If someone is doing investments, they're going to be a portfolio manager, an investment advisor. That's going to be a title that is somewhat regulated by their broker dealer or whoever they do their investments through. So for us, that's Align Capital. And so I'm actually an investment advisor with Align Capital, but I'm also a financial planner with our business, Matthews & Associates, which gets really confusing for consumers. And again, I'm in Ontario right now, but I know other jurisdictions, Mm -hmm. it's pretty similar where we hold out certain services through the investment side of our business, but we also have the planning side of our business where we go into all the other stuff I was just talking about. And we actually technically have a different title for that. So it gets pretty confusing for consumers. It's not hard to understand why consumers don't really know what they're looking Mm -hmm. for when they're just looking at titles on websites. Mm -hmm. And we could kind of look at the role of a financial advisor, but is it true that financial advisors sell only insurance or only manage portfolios? Yeah, good question. That comes back to kind of what I was talking about when I was talking to that other business owner who was saying, you know, I wish I had somebody to give me these strategies and come to me with them. Because in a lot of cases, a financial planner or a financial advisor or an investment advisor just does investments. And lots of times a financial advisor just does insurance products, but it's not always the same. So I think that the biggest thing people need to understand is that you need to understand what your goals are what phase of life are you in and what kind of services are you looking for? And then from that standpoint, rather than looking so much about titles on websites, it's 
finding a handful of advisors or planners that look like they might meet what you're looking for and starting to interview them, right? Usually you can get kind of an initial conversation just to find out if there's a fit, learn a little bit more about services before you dive in any deeper. But to just take a referral from your brother-in-law who likes his investment guy, I mean, that's okay as a starting point for a conversation, but it's probably not where you should land without at least talking to some other advisors or planners. Again, trying to hit all the words there, wealth managers. Again, you shouldn't expect a difference from a wealth manager versus a financial advisor. Again, it's talking to them, getting a better understanding of what they do. Right. And I think this is certainly a question that comes up often when I'm talking to people who are booking intro calls or calling to find out more about Matthews and Associates is how do advisors and planners get paid? Are there pros and cons to different methods? Uh, Yeah. So the most common way on the investment world would be as a percentage of the assets managed by the advisor. So that's why you'll find a lot of advisors might have like a, a minimum amount of assets before they'll take on a client because they need to make it worthwhile. And the flip side, if they don't have that minimum, that usually means the service is going to be minimal too, right? Because at the end of the day, the advisors are still running a business and they need to find a way to be profitable. So it's not to say that you're not going to get good advice, you're not going to get a good planner, but that's kind of one of the main ways that advisors charge. Now, additionally, insurance advisors or advisors who offer insurance products will get paid a commission from the insurance company. And that's usually an upfront commission if it's like a life insurance policy. So almost all of that commission comes up front, which I believe is a bit of an issue in the industry because there really isn't a much of a servicing commission ongoing, right? So the incentive from the insurance companies is to get advisors mm-hmm. to sell, not to actually mm-hmm. service insurance mm-hmm. policies, which I think is a bit of an issue. But just know if you're buying an insurance policy, someone's getting mm-hmm. commission. And a lot of people are, uh, you know, insurance based and that's what they do. They're just selling new life insurance policies. And if you just, you know, you need a, a life insurance policy to protect your family and you're not in a position to be doing any other kind of planning, then that's who you want to talk to. You want to talk to somebody who can help you with that. So there's nothing wrong with that. It's just if someone only sells insurance and they're doing financial planning for you, you need to know that they're solving for, I have a product. How do I fit that into the plan? Right. Because that's the only way that they're getting paid. Now, another way some advisors or planners could get paid is actually by charging for a plan. And so that can help you maybe get away from some of the the bias of what products you end up with. And that is paying upfront for a plan with no commitment to any insurance products or any investments. And then taking that plan and you implement it for yourself, taking it somewhere else to implement, or maybe then that planner might have the option of of working with them to implement an ongoing service through one of those other options that we just Mm -hmm. talked about. And then back to the investment piece, charging as a percentage of the assets that are managed. There's a couple of ways that happens. So one is fee-based where you actually get, you know, you sign a fee addendum that says exactly how much you're going to pay. And it doesn't matter what product you're in, you're paying the same fee. And then there's also commission-based, which is also a percentage. But depending on what product you're in, it could be a different percentage that's going to the mm-hmm. advisor, right? So the problem with that way of doing things is that there's potentially conflict of interest mm-hmm. there, right? So there's, you know, two Canadian equity funds have similar track record and everything else an advisor might be looking at, you know, they might be more prone to take the, the higher commission. Like there might be a conflict mm-hmm. of interest, not saying that they would or they wouldn't, but it's something that is there for the consideration, mm-hmm. right? So those are some different things to think about when you're hiring. Again, not that one's better than the other. And so for us, this might depend when you're listening to this, because in the past, we have charged upfront for plans. And we kind of went back to the point where we're doing our retirement blueprint. 
which is basically showing people exactly what it'll be like to work with us before they actually pay us anything or trust us with any of their money. And then from going through that process, they can then decide if they want to come on board with us and have us implement for them, at which point we get paid. But that said, we get a lot of people calling us. I think it's partly maybe because of the podcast, a lot of people calling in who want us to do some planning for them. So maybe they think they can do this on their own or they're doing their own investments, but they need some help with that Mm -hmm. planning. Or maybe maybe they're just what we consider a validator, right? They have it, they're pretty confident, but they need someone to validate that. So they just want someone to do a plan for them so that they can kind of judge it up to what they're doing and make sure they feel like they're on Mm -hmm. the right track. And then there's also often, I'm just kind of, I'm backtracking a bit here. So having that that plan allows you to also get a good feel for what it's like to work with an advisor, right? So that's another reason we're looking at maybe charging upfront for plans again is, is to give that option so people can get that unbiased advice that they can implement mm-hmm. on their own or after kind of going through that, get a better feel if they would want to come on mm-hmm. board with us. So that's uh, a, a bit of a tangent. We don't talk a lot about what we do actually at Matthews and Associates on yeah, the podcast, but just to kind of put some perspective yeah. around it, right? So, and on our retirement planning simplified.ca website, you can always click on work with Joe yeah. in the top right and you, you'll learn a little bit more about what the process looks like yeah. at whatever time you, you click on that. Yeah. I guess to wrap things up, I'd love to have your parting thoughts on how to find the right advisor, what to look for. Yeah. So I guess the other thing is knowing that some advisors are all things to all people. And some advisors are more specialized in, in the area that they work. So that's why I started talking about this a little bit earlier and understanding where you're at in your life, understanding what your goals are, what you're hoping to get out of a relationship with an advisor. Because like I said, some people think that financial planners only manage investments. And so if that's not what you're looking for, if you're looking for more holistic advice, that exists, like that is out there. There are lots of financial planners who do that. So you want to call around, find out what advisors are offering the services you're actually looking for. And I can't emphasize enough knowing that if the only thing someone has to offer is investment management, then it's not a great value proposition because you can get that really cheap through sites like WealthSimple mm-hmm. and other robo-advisors who are building pretty decent portfolios. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of research that shows us that you can't really, you know, like professional money managers don't outperform mm-hmm. the market. So that's not how you want to choose an advisor is based on past mm-hmm. performance. You want to know what other value are they providing. And ideally, they're looking at estate planning, helping you save money on taxes, implementing that portfolio, helping you create retirement income streams, paying the least amount of tax mm-hmm. possible. And so when you found an advisor who has all the services and you want to know what kind of clients do they work mm-hmm. with? Like, are you near retirement? Well, do they have a lot of clients who are near retirement? Is that something they're doing? Or are they working mostly with young mm-hmm. families? So for us, for example, if you call in, and you want to work with us, but you're 35 years old with two young kids, then you know we're just not the right fit for mm-hmm. you, right? And we're going to send you to someone else who we think is, is a better fit. And there's a lot of people who we think we are a good fit for. I'm sure just by listening to the podcast, you probably have a good idea who that is. But that's the other thing you want to be clear on is, yeah, do they work with people like me? Do they offer all the services I need to have you know the most success financially? And then from there, you want to understand how you're going to pay for those mm-hmm. services. And again, there's you know a few different ways, which we already talked about. And that's going to maybe depend on your own preferences and your own situation mm-hmm. of what makes the most sense from a, a payment mm-hmm. standpoint. That's great. And then just to, again, briefly touch on working with you, Joe, how might someone approach that if they were interested in, in delving further into what you do as a financial advisor? Yeah, so 
If you're on our retirement planning, simplified.ca website, you will just find work with Joe in the top corner. And that will make it very easy for you to just schedule a call with me and we can have a chat to see if there's a good fit there. If you want to learn more about our process, you could actually go to our planning business website, which is matthewsandassociates.ca. And on there, you'll learn a little bit more about who we work with, what our process looks like. And again, you can book a call right there on the website. Perfect. Well, thank you, Joe. That's great. All right. Thank you, Lindsay. Hey, take care. Bye-bye. Investment services are provided through Matthews & Associates Investments of Aligned Capital Partners Incorporated and approved trade name of Aligned Capital Partners Inc., ACPI. Only investment-related products and services are offered through ACPI slash Matthews & Associates Investments of ACPI and covered by the Canadian Investor Protection Fund. Tax planning, financial planning, and insurance services are provided through Matthews & Associates. Matthews & Associates is an independent company separate and distinct from ACPI slash Matthews & Associates Investments of ACPI. Matthews & Associates are not licensed tax professionals, and you should consult with your tax advisor before acting on any recommendations. Thank you for joining us for this latest episode of Your Retirement Planning Simplified. If you'd like to see how prepared you are for retirement, we've created a free retirement readiness calculator to help you out. Go to matthewsandassociates.ca forward slash ready to input your retirement information and receive instant feedback to help you evaluate your current retirement readiness. Be sure to tune back in for the next episode. And until then, we're here to help you simplify and succeed in your retirement planning.